0: Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio.
1: We've been talking about Christmas lights and how mine are half out.
2: Yeah. I love the person who texted
1: me and said, you know... You, it's always a good idea to plug them in and check them before you try to string them. Yeah, that is a very, <laughs> that very is good That's true. Tip. My husband it said is... the same thing, but that's one of those kind of insult to injury things. Like, yeah, yeah, you
2: think? <laughs> you know <Thanks."> what? <laughs> I think next time, Well, that, that, when you do it for the first time, it's fair to not think about that. But now you know for now next know. time. And it's one of those lessons. Like, hey, you know what? I've learned this now.
1: I will definitely check next time. I did spend some time putting lights on our outdoor front porch, around the banister, the handrail. Mm -hmm. And then I did all that work and realized that half the lights don't work. So I had to try to restring to maximize the ones that (laughs) did work. I will take them back to the store because it was a brand new set and they should have worked. exactly. Yeah,
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's not on you. That's I mean, it's not like you've had you the too. lights for 10 years, you know?
1: Now, here's here's one thing I've noticed. There are different types of lights. In what way? So there are, first of all, you have kind of the uh, the white lights versus the colored. Yes, absolutely. Colored lights. Yeah. Blinking
3: versus Blinking constant.
1: Blinking versus constant. Okay. And then you also have, even with the white lights, there's... More like the warm glow candlelit ones. Yes, right. And then there's also then there's the LED bright, the bright white kind of blue kind light. Of. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you have a preference? Because I have a strong preference. Yes,
2: I'm very much so <laughs> the amber constant white light.
1: Okay, so the warm the candlelit. warm
2: candle kind of warm, warm amber.
1: That's a good word. What yeah. do you say, super die? Favorite? The warm. The warm ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about you? Same. Oh, okay. But my son really likes to see the colored lights. Yes, I Aww. feel like that.
2: The, I was the exact same way when I was a kid. Okay. The, the blue, the greens, the reds, the colored lights were all around my favorite as a kid. But I think as I got older, it's <laughs> like I just want something clean yes. that's bright and beautiful. Calling. Yes.
1: So, but there's, and when you buy some pre lit things, you can change the setting. Yes. So yes, you can yeah. choose which way you want. Which archery nice. does our, that? For example, our tree. So I have some lights set to the nice warm amber,
2: absolutely glow. Very good. All right, yes. but
1: then I was headed up the stairs last night, and I noticed that they were blinking colors and I, told, I looked at my La son I said there, huh? did you change the lights he said yes I like them." Uh, co- <laughs> so he's coming behind me and he's changing them on me
2: that's good of him
1: this that's is gonna so be cute. an ongoing battle till Christmas it's
2: the Christmas battle <laughs> that's alright the, the light
1: battle. fight you want to weigh in on this which do you prefer are you uh. are you with the three of us do you like the warm kind of amber glow or do you like maybe the bright LED or you like my son You like to see them blink red and green and yellow and all those colors. What do you say? Give us a text 312-274-9624. Well, I'd say we're about 80%... Preferring the warm white kind of candle glow type lights. It looks that yes. way, yeah. Yeah, but there are yeah. a couple of y'all who are with my son <laughs> and are all about the multicolored lights. I'm looking at you, 4695, ah. 7408, and 1033, mm-hmm. who said, Yep, give me the colored lights.
2: That's so fun.
1: I don't know. There's just something about that warm glow that just I could keep it up year-round. I mean, it definitely feels good Yeah, for
2: sure. Absolutely. I mean, Mm -hmm. in my college dorm, we used to put up those white Christmas lights like year-round, and that would be kind of the the room lighting at night. And so, I mean, it's so good. You you really can have them up all year-round.
1: I will let you know that Jonathan came in during that song, and he said, we can't have a Christmas tree up and not have the lights, so I'm currently... Sitting in our warm studio with our Christmas tree that has our warm white lights and 12 gifts under the tree that are not for us. They are for you. Little plug for 12 Days of Christmas, which starts tomorrow. (laughs) Get signed up. Text the word Christmas to 312-274-9624. so what does the biggest movie franchise of all time tell us about what we want in life first biggest movie franchise of all time team here knows it but what would you guess that it is jonathan initially (laughs) said maybe star wars i
2: thought it was star wars but makes sense that it's. It makes sense that it's this.
1: It is this. It is. Of course, it is the Marvel movies. Woo. I had to look this up, but yeah. my goodness, there are thirty of them. <laughs> There's
2: so many that have
1: been released since 2008. Are you a Marvel movie guy?
2: I am. I think I've seen. I think I've seen all of them. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay.
1: So that's. So give me your favorite then.
2: Oh man, Avengers: Infinity War is probably going to be my favorite. It's one of the most popular. Mm-hmm. Uh. If we're going outside of the Avengers, it's probably gotta be uh, Guardians of the Galaxy.
3: Okay, Super are you a Marvel? Marvel too, isn't it?
2: That's Marvel as well. Okay, yeah.
3: are you a Marvel movie fan? Um, y- yes and no. And i mean, not son, as maybe? much. Uh, yeah, a little bit more. No, not as much as Jonathan. But I mean, I I do do enjoy some of them but i couldn't tell you how they all tied
2: together sorry <laughs> they and they all tie together well, That's a, the crazy well i part. was I, I was
3: looking this up
1: and apparently yes they they can be listed chronologically yes mm-hmm. and not just by release date but as far as how the story, story. Yes. the arc of the story because That's they what I'm do talking all about. relate together yes. I, I i have not i don't even know if i've seen any of the <laughs> of the 30 oh, on this no. list but i mean- <laughs> 30 yeah. since, since 2008, when yeah. this Marvel movie franchise and or MCU Iron Man came out or whatever. Yeah. Yes, Iron Man was the first. This all started in 2008. But what does that tell us about what we want in life? If more than $25 billion, uh, gross is the gross income wow. for all or gross profit for yeah. all of these movies combined, more than $25 billion we're spending to go watch, what? What does it tell us about what we want in life?
2: That's a Good question. I think. What do you think? I think that a big piece of this, and this, this has been a change over the last couple of years, okay. has been the story of the anti hero. Which is someone who is an unlikely hero. Okay. uh, Who, you know, maybe doesn't follow all the rules, maybe has some key character flaws coming in and saving the day. I think sometimes it's, hey, I want a hero and I want a hero that looks like me because I'm flawed. And it's nice to know that sometimes the flawed person can be the hero.
1: Okay. So you think there's maybe been a shift towards what making more heroes more relatable more
2: relatable okay. because it used to be kind of the you know captain america is mm-hmm. one of the biggest marvel heroes he's not in the movies anymore uh and he's the hey i'm always perfect i never make the mistake you know he's got the you know it's it's kind he doesn't have a cape but it's the picture of the long flowing yes. superhuman kind of mm-hmm. guy now it's hey there's these people, and they really just kind of look like regular people. They have the regular human flaws, but they're the people out there that are saving everybody.
1: Interesting, Super What do you think? What does it tell us? The 25 billion dollars, 30 movies, and you know, just over a, a decade, maybe 15 years. What does it tell us about us? It My top thing us? was
3: just we want a hero. Period. Just, just period. Fair. We want yeah, a hero. Period. We, but also, we just want a form of escape. We want to think about something else other than what's happening in our lives. Absolutely. So we can go into this fantasy, just kind of away. You know, yeah. get let our mind go someplace else.
1: You know, I I I think you both hit on something. This desire for a hero, this desire for relatability. Hmm. I want somebody who I feel like can both rescue me, but maybe we can go hang out and get coffee. Yes, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. With Peter Parker. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I used to watch the Lois and Clark series this was this was full-on 90s do you remember this series it was, yes um, i remember I it the new adventures of superman so this I, I was okay. dean uh, is it dean kane is that dean kane mm-hmm. dean kane and terry oh i can't think terry of hatcher name. maybe
3: that sounds familiar huh.
1: and so it was and it was kind of the the new superman and new. this was 90s so now it's old but and so she worked as a journalist and you know he would disappear and go do his superhero thing. And but I there is this desire for a hero that is hardwired in us. So coming up, we're gonna move to the book of Isaiah. And this title, yesterday we talked about he's a wonderful counselor. Today he's a mighty God. We want a hero. I'm a hero. We love superhero movies. What does that have to do with the Christmas story? Hey, I'm Allie. This is Carlin Crew Mornings. Thanks for waking up with us. Looking at Isaiah 9 all this week, and this passage of scripture is so powerful, and it contains some of the most often quoted verses this time of year. I'm going to read you uh, this uh, couple of verses, Isaiah 9, 2 through 6, and I'm going to read it in the New Living Translation. The people who walk in darkness will see a great light, For those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine. You will enlarge the nation of Israel and its people will rejoice. They will rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest and like warriors dividing the plunder. For you will break the yoke of their slavery and lift the heavy burden from their shoulders. You will break the oppressor's rod, just as you did when you destroyed the army of Midian. The boots of the warrior and the uniforms bloodstained by war will all be burned. They will be fuel for fire. Then here's verse 6, which I'm sure you've probably heard before. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. We've been taking some time this week really focusing on verse 6 and breaking down these four distinct titles that are given in this prophecy about the coming King, about the Messiah, about Jesus. Yesterday, we talked about how he's a wonderful counselor and what that means. If you missed it, I checked the showcast. Today, mighty God. What does it mean that he's our mighty God? I started talking about superheroes because there is this thing in us that's hardwired for a rescuer to want to look to someone who's more powerful, hmm. who can swoop in and save the day. And obviously, the movies are they're very simplistic. But this superhero theme, I think, comes from that desire that is in all of us. Yeah. I found this quote in uh, the Our Daily Bread devotional that I thought was really, really cool. I want to share it with you. It says, in a world where heroes are often determined by athletic prowess, personal talent, or financial power – we are told that the only one true, truly worthy to be called hero is the one whose might is unparalleled. Mighty God, if you think about all that that contains, what is it that makes him mighty? According to, I uh, did a little word study on mighty, a little, probably pretty self explanatory powerful, warrior, tyrant. There's this idea of this strength that surpasses anything that we've ever seen. So the fact that that's combined, mighty is combined with God. So all of the might of God himself is coming forth into the world in Jesus. He will be a mighty God. He will have the power of God. He will be God. Right?
3: Right. Yes. Yeah. That is who he is. That's who he is. Right. No argument there. (laughs)
1: So according to the Moody Bible commentary, might can be this valiant warrior, this champion, this military, military hero. But the focus really here is on his deity, that the king will have God's true might about him, that he will be powerful enough to take on evil, to defeat sin, to defeat death. That's power. That's power that no superhero could ever capture. No. So when you find your heart longing for deliverance, longing for a savior, all of us do, you have to look to one who's powerful enough to defeat death. Hmm. That's there's probably nothing more powerful, no more symbol of power than that, um, right? Yeah. It can I, defeat death itself.
2: No, I mean every everything, even in the movies, you know, falls That's, to death exactly. at some point. Yeah. And and so we actually have a real God not in the movies but a real god who has conquered death.
1: Yeah. He created the universe. He's power over the over death and the grave, power over evil, power over sin. Enough power for us to lean into him and to in our weakness take on his strength. Yeah. That's a lot of power when you really think about it. So yeah. when you read this passage that he's a wonderful counselor, he's a mighty god. Think about what that power really means. And coming up, I want to open the phone lines, and I want to take your stories. How has he shown himself to be powerful and mighty in your life? 312-274-9624.
0: Your shot of hope to make it through the day. It's Carl and Crew Mornings.
1: We want heroes that are powerful, none none more powerful than our God. Listen to this quote from our Daily Bread devotional. It says, in a world where heroes are often determined by athletic prowess, personal talent, or financial power, we are told that the only one truly worthy to be called hero is the one whose might is unparalleled. There is no one mightier than our God. How do you see that to be true in your own life, Jonathan?
2: I see it. Because I have seen clearly and multiple times God's power to break chains in my life. Mm, You know, I, I think that we see, yeah, Jesus has conquered death and we're like, yeah, okay, I'm saved for eternity for that. But I don't I think sometimes it doesn't feel real or or attainable if we don't see it in our lives today. Okay. But the good thing is that God promises that He will. uh, continue to work in us and through us and, and work us to this goal of completion, being perfect like him. Yeah. Uh, and, and I see that because I see and remember how I was, uh, you know, not all that long ago. Uh, I see, a, a selfish person, mm-hmm. uh, someone who really just cared about themselves and would do what he needed to do to, uh, to further himself, whether that meant putting someone else down or not. Yeah, uh, I see someone who struggled with lying, lying because it was easier to do that than to tell the truth. It was more beneficial sometimes to do that than to tell the truth. That's honest. Uh, yeah, and and I see how easily and unconvicted I did those things, hmm. and now knowing Christ, I. He he gives me the grace to not feel comfortable with doing those things anymore.
1: So how do you relate that to God's power?
2: I relate it to God's power because I know that I couldn't. I, I Not even that it, I know I couldn't do it myself, but I know that I wouldn't want to do it. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have a desire to get better from that without Christ. And so there was no reason for me to change before Christ. So Christ gave me the reason to change. And then he gave me the tools to change. He gave me the desire for it. And then he, and then he gave me the help to do it. And I think he does that through the conviction of his Holy spirit. Yeah. Uh, you know, when I, when I feel the temptation to tell a lie, or sometimes when I slip up and I do tell a lie, uh, you know, God, doesn't let me up for air in those moments I can't I can't walk out of that room you know without feeling like I can't breathe anymore because he's like you know you know what you did and it's not going to work right now it's not going to work this time and and I would just be going on and doing what I'm doing without God's power you know making me feel that
1: yeah that's I, I love that because it's nuance. Because when you think about this whole kind of superhero analogy that we've been using this morning, a lot of times you do think of the physical demonstrations of power. Yeah, absolutely. And you think of somebody who can lift up a car or kind of you know yes. like move a building. And right. Our God's powerful enough to move mountains. Yes. Physically and spiritually, <laughs> very it, true. In every possible way. A lot of times, those displays of power are a little bit more nuanced.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they're quiet. Sometimes yeah. no one else sees them other than you. But I think that that's the, that's the the story and the evidence of the power is I love sharing those stories mm-hmm. and the, uh, someone's response saying, I wouldn't have gotten that from you at all Yeah, because that's God's power. Cause
1: they see the after
2: they see the yes. after. And that's if it. you didn't see the before, then you wouldn't know anything. But that right there is the evidence mm-hmm. that God's power is real.
1: So what about you? What evidence do you see in your own life that God's power is real? Tell us 312-274-9624. Give us a call 312-274-9624.
0: New to the show? Stick around for a while. We're Carl and Crew Mornings.
1: Make sure you get signed up for 12 Days of Christmas, which kicks off officially tomorrow. But you got to get your name in the hat. There's going to be two winners every day. We're going to go under the tree. Open up the gift that's going to go to both an online winner and a call-in winner. So if you want to be eligible to win the online prize, one entry form is all you need. Fill it out once and you're all set. Text the word CHRISTMAS to 312 274 Nine six two four. And then be listening starting tomorrow, and then for the next twelve days in the eight o'clock hour for your cue to call in and try to win that way as well. So we serve a mighty God. What evidence do you see of that in your own life? That He is a wonderful counselor. He's a mighty God. He's an everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. This idea of His might, of this supernatural power that's so far beyond even the the greatest superhero movie that we see that we love. When I think about the power of confession, we've been talking a lot about this. Carl's been really on this topic for some time. It's been on his heart. How confession is kind of lost in the church. Not lost, but just not talked about a lot. Absolutely. And so, you know, I I remember a time when I was struggling with just crazy thoughts and not really important what the crazy thoughts are. But I think we all have thoughts that come into our mind that you're going, what in the world? (laughs) <laughs> like, what is oh, goodness, this? Yeah. this is, I don't want to be thinking about this. I don't want to have this in my mind. And it just, I just felt not great about myself. Like, what what is this, what is going on in my mind? I felt like there was just kind of this battle. I remember walking out of my room and just feeling this overwhelming sense of God's grace for me and his power to forgive and how, you know, you, it doesn't have to be some major thing, some major face plant, but when you realize that he's got the power to forgive even the stuff that nobody else can see but you are stuck with, yeah. you know, it's mm-hmm. like the, the, the gunk on the bottom of your kitchen sink yes. that unless you go and do kind of like a deep scrub, it never really gets clean. <laughs> mm-hmm. You Absolutely. know, those oh, yeah. the corners where that, it starts to get a little mildewy or the film from food that's been washed down oh, the well, drain. And the
2: longer yeah. you leave it, the grosser it gets.
1: I know. And that's how you can kind of feel sometimes about yourself. But then you realize that he has the power to forgive sins and that there's no one else who could do that for you. There's no person that you can go and talk to. There's there's no other person who has the power to forgive sins. Mm. And so when yeah. you think about First uh, John 9, 1 John 1, 9, I want to get this exact reference. Jonathan, you may have to help me out sure. on this, that if we confess our sins, he's faithful to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Uh, I'm close on that
2: do you you have, are close on that. Okay. Let me you get a confirmation yeah, for you. Yeah, going to get the exact yeah. verse. Yeah, no, you have it, uh, okay. 8 and 9. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, get, mm-hmm. read it to me from the actual Bible, and not from my memory.
2: Okay, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. First you, John 1, 9. Yeah.
1: You tell me where you can find that kind of power. The uh, power to forgive yeah. sin. Yeah. Nowhere. So tell me, what evidence do you see in your own life of God's Power at work? Is it that he forgives your sin? Is that he broke the chain of addiction? What is it? You look at your life and you say, This is evidence that we serve a mighty God. 312 274 9624. A little quiet this morning. Let's get the phone lines going. 312 274 9624. Let's get Miguel in here before we move to news. Miguel, what evidence do you see in your own life of God's might and power at work?
2: Hi, Ali and uh, Young Thunder. There um just go. Yes, um, I see God's work and might every day uh, in me. Um, you know, by the grace of God, I've been going sober for eight months already. Awesome. And, um, you know, I've just been leading other men in my uh, congregation, um, just giving them faith and hope every day that, mm-hmm. you know, God could transform them and redeem them to be a new creation and um uh, you know, by his, his will and his might, he would transform us. And he's so gracious that, you know, he gives us a second opportunity to live a free life. To no awesome. longer live in shame and in chains.
0: Waking you up with adrenaline and Jesus. We're Carl and Crew Mornings.
1: So, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Superdye. I'm really curious. Oh, I was curious. really
3: curious for Jonathan. I know. <laughs> I'm going to save Jonathan for last because I'm like, curious too. But Super I dye? like thinking. What would be your superpower? I'm stuck between two. Let me see. Okay. <laughs> Maybe fly. <laughs> fly. I can get to work a lot faster if I can fly. That a makes sense for the person faster. with the longest commute. Yeah,
1: fair. Yeah. Fly. Yeah. Okay. How about you? You know... I'm I'm torn between fly and um super strength. Oh. Okay,
2: very good. Like Both very able good. able to
3: just lift up anything. Yeah, yes. So my other one was breathe
2: underwater. <laughs> Which
3: could help my commute as well across the lake, by the way.
1: <laughs> I, I just, just would take a shortcut. Yeah. yeah.
3: Jonathan,
2: yes. Well, you know, I mean, flying is a great one. I that would kind of be like my normal one, but I thought of something <laughs> here that I think I would really benefit from right about now. See, I own a home. Uh And now that I own something, I'm responsible for fixing everything. Have you ever seen Wreck-It Ralph? Yes. Do you know Fix-It Felix?
3: Yes. Okay.
2: It's like Wreck-It Ralph's enemy. And he has the power of this golden hammer that he just walks up and touches something with it. And it's fixed. Yes. Yes. And so I want... A golden hammer that I can just walk up to my washing machine when it's broken and I can oh just no. touch it and boom, it's okay. fixed.
3: So that's okay. That's a unique that's one.
1: Cute. I can
2: fix anything with the touch of my golden hammer.
3: Very okay. timely, as you can hear as you can his tell. tell. <laughs> yeah, you,
1: my. Uh, I, what are some other ones? Um, I like Hearing. the elastic, Elastic Girl. Oh, <sighs> yeah, elasticity. Yes, the in, in Incredible. Yes, absolutely. The mom has like the the elastic. Yes, she can kind of like stretch from. Right, It'll hold on right. to one thing and stretch all the way across the room.
2: Right, absolutely. Or or there's... Dash, who is uh, super, super speed. There we That's go. That's another one. Absolutely. His
3: visibility, hearing, um, invisibility, I invisibility, shifting. Yeah. Yes. Ooh,
2: shape really shifting. Uh, invincibility, like super hard skin. Uh huh. Um,
3: <laughs> Visual eye.
2: Yeah. Oh, laser That's eyes. True.
3: Yeah. Being able to um,
1: see everything.
2: Or huh. just be able to burn wow. everything with laser vision.
1: What? couple of <laughs> comments coming in by text oh, message. No. Uh Philip says he's always wished he could fly, yeah. uh, the power to control and manipulate atoms.
2: Oh, huh. that's oh, wow. That's crazy. So you can just turn anything into anything else that you want it to be Very
1: scientific. To speak and understand every language would be my superpower. 0768 4009 says inner strength. That'd be a a good superpower mm -hmm. to have. Coming up, why are we talking about (laughs) superpowers? Well, when you go to this passage of scripture in Isaiah, we've been hanging out in all week, there's a title that deals with strength and power.
0: Whether it's number one or 100, take that step with Jesus today. You're listening to Carlin Crew Mornings.
1: Let's go to Isaiah 9. I'm going to read quite a few verses, but I want you to really let this sink in this morning. The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. This is verse 2. For those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine. You will enlarge the nation of Israel and its people will rejoice. They will rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest and like warriors dividing the plunder. For you will break the yoke of their slavery and lift the heavy burden from their shoulders you will break the oppressor's rod just as you did when you destroyed the army of midian the boots of the warrior and the uniform's blood stained by war will all be burned they will be fuel for the fire then here's verse 6 for a child is born to us a son is given to us the government will rest on his shoulders and he will be called wonderful counselor mighty god everlasting father prince of peace so all of these things that preceded it that people who walk in darkness will see a great light that the nation will be enlarged, that there will be rejoicing, that the yoke of slavery will be broken, heavy burden will be lifted from shoulders, the oppressor's rod will be broken. All of those things are only possible because of verse 6, for a child is born to us. When you think about the connection between those two, okay, so a child being born to us, a son being given to us is going to break the yoke of slavery. Hmm. It's going to lift heavy burdens. A child? It's going to break the oppressor's rod and it's yeah. a child. Yes, yes. Because this wouldn't just be any child. This would just this would be the promised Messiah. Mm-hmm. This would be the king. Looking at these different titles, he will be called Wonderful Counselor. We talked about that yesterday. And Mighty God. When you think about power, you know, there's lots of things in the world that are called powerful. There are people who are powerful because they have a certain position, because they're CEOs maybe. You ever met somebody who had a lot of power in a worldly sense?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah,
1: for sure. maybe they have a lot of money or a title, or they're. A, you ever met a, a famous person or a dignitary, and you go, "Oh wow, this is a powerful person." Well, mm. nobody has more power than our God, and when you think about what makes Him powerful, well, created the universe, so power over nature, power over death, power over evil, power over sin what else what other what are other proofs I guess of his power
2: yeah uh, power over hearts mm. I mean he he takes the what would look like unredeemable people yep. and makes them new
3: yeah power to transform what do you say super I say in power just over situations mm-hmm. that we think that uh, just a dead ends or whatever they may be including our own lives and he is mighty to redeem yeah yeah power
2: to resurrect I mean, yes, we see (laughs) resurrection power. He changes us, but he also makes us dead to alive. I mean, I'm not even mentioning the parts where Jesus literally brought people back from the dead Mm -hmm. when uh, when he was walking on the earth. But now spiritually, he takes all of us who were dead and makes us alive.
1: Yeah. When you think about mighty God, there's so much in that. So it speaks to his deity that this this child who would be born. Would have the power of God because He is God. He's the Son of God and God Himself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then there's this might and power that far surpasses anything that people had ever seen before. Now that you have to keep in mind the context of this passage, these are a people who whose hearts had become hardened toward God. Uh, the city was full of treachery and bribery there was no justice, there was oppression, yeah. there was this worldly influence. They were relying on fortune tellers and riches and idols. There was an arrogance and a haughtiness of trying to do it on their own. This was the state of the people. And so what was going to happen before this promised Messiah, there was going to be judgment. Judgment was going to fall on the people people were going to be humbled. There was going to be the removal of support, removal of supply, removal of leaders. You got to read through Isaiah. It is a incredible book. But you when you get this how dark things were, that then you can fully appreciate what this news, this proclamation by the prophet Isaiah, how this might have hit for the people. That all of a sudden, yeah, there's going to be judgment. There's going to be wrath. There's going to be chaos. The anger of the Lord was kindled against his people. That's out of Isaiah 5 that a remnant is going to remain, but light is coming. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. So, this prophecy was epic that this mighty God was going to be able to do all of that. This child who was going to come into the world years later was going to break the back of satan was going to break the back of evil was going to bring deliverance to people and he can bring deliverance to you today if you are willing to humble yourself and turn to him don't wait to be humbled if you read one thing i noticed reading through isaiah is that men will be humbled and brought low that the humbling kind of was forced upon them yes mm-hmm. and there's a difference from Humbling yourself and being humbled. Very much so. Ooh, absolutely. Don't wait to be humbled. Humble uh, yourself. Humble
2: yourself. <laughs> do do I, I'm going to
1: pick that, right? which <laughs> goes better for you. Humbling yourself.
2: Absolutely.
1: Over being humbled. I don't Ooh. even know what that always looks like, but you can have, you have a choice today where you can continue to, in your pride, in the pride of life, think, I got this. I can do this. I've got money in the bank. I've got this. I've done that. Or you can get low and you can say, I have nothing. I have no power apart from the mighty God. And today I humble myself under his mighty hand, knowing that he will lift me up. So let me read this to you again. Maybe it'll hit a little bit different. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God. Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace.
0: Coming to you live from the Morning Star Mission sponsored studios. This is Carl and Crew Mornings on ninety point one FM, Moody Radio.
1: Well, twelve days of Christmas kicks off tomorrow. If you want to see the gifts, you want to get a little preview, they're under the tree. Check out Instagram, Carl and Crew Mornings. I got a little video up. You can see our tree. You can see the gifts. Make sure though, your name is in the hat so that you're eligible to win. Each day, there's going to be two winners, an online winner and then a call-in winner. So just text the word CHRISTMAS to 312-274-9624. Text the word CHRISTMAS to 312-274-9624. And then be sure to listen every day in the 8 o'clock hour for your opportunity to call in and to hear the live opening That's on right. air. Well, I've given him a little bit of time to think about it. Yeah. Jonathan, I to help too how are you feeling about your your joy to the world
2: remix i think that this is probably one of the most uh one of uh, one of the times i felt the most nervous oh no i didn't mean to make you nervous no it's okay it's okay i just i i have what i'm gonna do (laughs) but it's just weird because there's no it's never been done before so there's no music behind it do you
1: want do you want some time to find some music
2: i don't think so that help i don't think so okay so here's i don't think it's gonna uh, help
1: here's if you're just tuning in you didn't Mm. miss much no i'm just kidding (laughs) We were talking about how there's so many remixes of all these different songs. I mean, Joy to the World, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. You take the traditional, right? Not the traditional, but then every artist kind of likes to put their little spin on it. Mustard on it. Absolutely. So I asked Jonathan to put a little mustard, put a little spin on Joy to the World Yeah. to sing it how it's never been sung before. Yeah,
2: absolutely. You don't
1: have to go through the whole thing. Carl loves to put you on the spot. Yeah. I kind of do, but then I feel bad. <laughs>
2: you do feel bad like about the it. Like
1: mom in me is like, oh no, <laughs> I don't want him to feel embarrassed. Do do?
2: No, it's okay. I was going to say, this is what I, what I live for. I live okay. for the rush of embarrassment. Without further ado. <laughs> All right. Jonathan's
1: singing Joy to the World. This is
2: Joy to the World. I'm a punk rock fan. Oh, no. I love and I feel like I can do a pretty good classic kind of like Green Day punk voice. Okay. And so this this is Joy to the World punk style all right
1: be listening closely because you're going to have an opportunity to give him a rating and tell him oh, how, you, how you think you did not a number system but you're <laughs> going to give him a uh, uh never hear that again yeah that one probably. so so or let's so, go jonathan so, so. okay never right. hear it again so so or let's go jonathan you're gonna listen and then text us your
2: response all right. Jonathan, take Th- it away this is first ever tries give okay. me a little bit of grace <laughs> Joy to the world the Lord is come let earth receive her king let every heart prepare him room and heaven and nature heaven and nature sing heaven and nature sing and heaven, heaven nature sing oh, Jonathan
3: you know what oh. I'm going to
2: Billy love that. That yes, was fantastic. he yes, would. What was the
1: inspiration for that? Green Day. Green Day. I okay.
2: love I love a little bit of Green Day. Okay. And uh you and spiked so your hair
1: a little I bit. I should have. I gotta yeah. get the
2: frosted tips.
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay, John, you're gonna give us a never never wanna hear that again.
2: Probably that one. It's okay.
1: So-so. (laughs) Or let's go, Jonathan. You can text one of those responses to 312-274-9624. Wow. The feedback. Give it a good go. Some of you are really making me chuckle. (laughs) I think my favorite is never hear it again, but great heart, Jonathan. (laughs) (laughs) Aw.
2: I I appreciate that.
3: there,
1: There are... Many, many supporters, Jonathan, just so you know, many, many people saying, let's go,
2: Jonathan. I, I'm very appreciative. You're and to be honest, loved. you don't have to be sorry about saying never again. No, I get it. Offended. It's an acapella punk take on joy to the world. I get why you wouldn't want to hear it again.
1: <laughs> but I, I do appreciate you going for it.
2: Hey, I, I love to go for these little types of things I, I think ever since I was a kid, I've really enjoyed just kind of like going out there and just doing something okay and the fact that i can't see any of you beloved broom crew helps with the confidence yeah. because no one's looking nope. at me
1: <laughs> and then somebody texts in uh never again but i do applaud your courage for doing that in front of thousands of people <laughs> There's a a compliment. <laughs> and that, that one made you a little bit oh i was well, like oh i kind of forget of that i'm doing that. that there were
3: people listening
2: yeah